Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference is coming to Dallas, Texas, February 16, 17, and 18 in 2018. If you know of a better way to get the latest insider knowledge about crypto, to hear directly from the top minds in this field, to interact personally with 800 fellow crypto lovers, hodlers, investors, miners, traders, developers, and founders, then I'd like to hear about it. If you don't, then you don't want to miss out. Register today for the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference. Go to BitcoinSuperConference.com and register today as a super early bird to get the lowest rates on tickets and hotel rooms. That's BitcoinSuperConference.com. Welcome to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used or just around the corner from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Hi, this is Richard Jacobs with Future Tech Podcast. Uh, my guest today is William Santiago, uh, one of the founders of WKS. William, how are you doing? Uh, great, uh, Richard. Nice to be here. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for coming. Um, so we've been doing a long series on a on you know cryptocurrency and blockchain based companies. So tell me about uh, WKS. What, what do you guys do? Uh, we basically provide um, services uh, around blockchain and cryptocurrency mostly uh, in the areas of storage solutions for uh, a custodial, non-custodial crypto keys, for example, uh, the areas of cybersecurity, crypto assets, uh, guidance for companies who want to know a little bit more about uh, what assets, uh, what crypto assets, uh, get more information on them and before they invest. Basically, the, the 101 in crypto, or interest 101 of, of crypto, uh, the crypto world and the crypto asset world. Um, when you say um, uh, security, you mean like a security of private keys and you know managing a crypto portfolio, or what do you mean? Right. So basically, uh, a lot of the investors uh, say, "Oh, well, they uh, they would like to invest in cryptocurrency, and uh, they have they haven't been started. Uh, they don't even know that, or they don't understand the basics of of a, of a blockchain and, and the fundamentals of it. So uh, we we basically provide." The ability to say, okay, first you have to secure your networks, secure your assets, uh, and secure your IT infrastructure first. Um, so uh, we provide a range of those services, um, everything from, uh, for example, the, the virtualization of, of their own infrastructure, uh, cloud computing, um, uh, IT architecture design, IT management, project management. So it's a very uh, helicopter kind of view. But we can go deeper into, for example, cryptocurrency security standards, which uh, which is one of the one of the services we provide for their for, so what, for in, in terms of compliance if they have to have compliance. So, what kind of um, people or companies are you saying are interested in um, getting into crypto? You know, is there any um, view to them? Any particular types? I we 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 provide um, services for the financial uh, industry, mostly the. The banking industry, offshore banking, um, we see a potential opportunity and growth in that area. Bankers are starting to uh, realize that their services and products are are not in in demand as they used to be. In the Caribbean, uh, there's a lot of uh, financial uh, banks and services that provide offshore for the uh, for the for the, for the industry. 
and uh, that has grown in the last 20 years. It was a very big industry, and it has, it has diminished a little bit. It actually has what it has done is uh, it has uh, leveled out. So you have a lot of, a lot of countries in Central, uh, in Central America that, that, that they basic, basically are taking a piece of the pie, basically, providing those services. Uh, one of them is uh, one of the islands that uh, started most, that's a very strong financial services, or at least it was, uh, take 20 years, 25 years ago, was Curacao. And uh, it's under the Dutch uh, law uh, passed a few, few days, few, uh, maybe 10, 15 years ago. Uh, it started to kind of like making the rules of investment uh, more clear, transparent. And so the advantages were not as big as they used to be in the back. So other other countries start to to get into the into the the business. So it's it's still a big industry, in the, especially in the Caribbean, the financial uh, tech, the, the financial sector. But now with fintech coming into the picture, I see a lot of these uh, financial banks and institutions looking at options uh, to diversify their product portfolio into the fintech area. Uh, and with that said, the demand is going to be of Realizing, okay, what, let's take baby steps. If, if you're going to get into the crypto assets, for example, uh, you have to uh, do the due diligence and compliance fee, uh, and do the same things that you normally do in, a, say, a legacy financial services. You start doing it in the fintech. And it's a completely different paradigm shift that they have to adjust to. And that's where WKS Information Technology is trying to pitch in and get into that into that arena. Well, what's the most difficult parts of you know what makes it so different from what they're doing now, and what are the most important things that you know what 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 do they have problems with uh, making this change? You know, how do you assist? How do you tend to help them? Yeah, so basically, it's 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 part of keeping the control of of the assets that they own. Let's say they they are starting a fund, for example, or they want to provide that as a product. To their members or their or their uh, as a product to their uh, customers, they they basically have to uh, adjust to the idea that they don't to have a physical control of a piece of paper or uh, a specific contract or signatures or people who are actually responsible for for um, keeping that asset secure. Uh, in the crypto world, you're you're dealing with uh, private keys, for example. Uh, so then you have to explain to them, well, there's possibilities of having smart contracts. Well, Bitcoin provides uh, a limited version of that, which would be the multi-sig, it's a very, very, very simple script that Bitcoin has in itself. And now with the new development, you're going to see more of this being developed in the industry around Bitcoin. But we have obviously Ethereum that is specifically on that. But if you keep it simple, just on the multi-sig part, so multi, multi-signature, which is a, a, a Part of the Bitcoin uh, scripting uh, is, is, is a very good example to explain to, especially to financial institutions at this point in time, how to secure and take control of their own assets uh, if they're going to be uh, creating this, these products. Um, so the financial, the bankers and the financial institutions are are looking at at uh, if, let's say let's call them whatever you want to call them, blockchain experts or Bitcoin experts or crypto asset cryptocurrency asset experts. Somebody that can explain this in, in, in their language so they can match what they do in the physical le- legacy systems in this traditional financial market. How did, does that relate to the new, this new fintech industry 
or fintech products uh, tied to the cryptocurrency, and it, it's a new paradigm shift. So they're looking at, or at least we see this growth in, in opportunities in terms of these services, starting with a basic understanding of crypto uh, currency and crypto assets, and specifically Bitcoin, but moving over into Ethereum and, and other types of decentralized, also following the cryptocurrency security standards that that the industry, and when I say industry, it's, the, it's this new fintech industry that we're seven, eight, year, eight years in, in the making right now. So the, 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 the community has come up with these standards, and we're using those same standards to try to match with, with their compliance and the traditional things that they already have to see how we can come up with a, with a match, basically. Well, since a lot of currency is digital, um, I would think they wouldn't have too hard of a time. I, would, I don't think they're used to having physical custody of of money, you know, it's, uh, again, a lot of it's now digital, but what are, you know, what are some other sticking points right. that the financial institutions have? So uh, one of them, um, which I've, I'm trying to focus on, I've been having some conversations with, uh, with member uh, organizations of, uh, of banking members, basically. Uh, but I, I look at it in, into the, uh, there's three pillars of, of the, uh, Specifically for, for embracing uh, e-commerce, pay, uh, a new, like what I call a 21st century e-commerce payment system. And these three pillars are, uh, first one, starting with the, uh, a central bank-backed uh, cryptocurrency. So, in other words, the, cent- the central bank would each issue, say, a 10% of their, uh, of their fiat currency in, digital, uh, in, the, in, the, in the digital form using cryptocurrency. For example, color coins that comes to mind right now. Um, so that would give them the advantage in because their focus is going towards a cashless um, system, uh-huh. especially in the, in the Caribbean where you have uh, these offshores and they're used to the traditional financial, and they're, let me call them the financial developed kind of work world. They're, they're, they want to be able to, to have uh, the, the, that introduction of having this, this cryptocurrency that they issue themselves and they still have control. So in that sense, if the central bank decides to go that, that route with the consent of the government, then you have to create a proof of concept. You have to explain to them how to secure these private keys, uh, et cetera, et cetera. The second pillar that I'm looking at uh, for, for the 21st century say, e-commerce payment system would be a global real-time settlement network, which is like the RTDS or, or the SWIFT when you do a wire transfer between banks, how the banks transfer funds between each other. Well, that's a you know it's a it's a 25 to 30 year old system that's uh, mostly a bunch of spreadsheets that magically transfer funds from one bank to another within uh, supposedly real time, but it's not really real time. It takes some time to for them to settle these ledgers between themselves. So the uh, the idea here is, for example, one that comes to mind is Ripple, uh, which which is a global real time settlement network, and uh, they provide they they have proof. There's already there, there's some banks in the U.S. and Europe that are using this, this technology. There's the DLT, also uh, they call it uh, distributed ledger technology uh, from the W3C community, et cetera, et cetera. So that that's another second pillar that could be introduced into this 21st century e-commerce. Because then it, you, you lower your costs, you increase your security, and you can you can make this these transfers instantaneously between the between the institutions. And the final pillar of this would be um, uh, a merchant processing solution, a, a new merchant processing solution, where you could have 
merchants, including either commercial banks or the actual central banks themselves, providing services where they can they can provide uh, uh, point of sale, for example, merchant applications, processing applications, uh, where you can have your smartphones. Uh, the different entrepreneurs can then uh, be able to participate in this and be able to get paid in in in, in, uh, in cryptocurrency, any any cryptocurrency that they choose. Uh, and at the same time, say, well, you know, because a lot of my questions come up to say, well, what about the volatility of these cryptocurrencies? I can't be paying my employees with this type of currency. It's not, uh, uh, it's not good for that in, in terms of volatility. So a lot of the merchant processors like like uh, uh, Coinbase or, or BitPay, they will be able to accept the, the, the cryptocurrency, make the exchange and the market value, and give uh, the local currency back to the vendor or to the merchant. So that solved that problem, and then uh, as uh, we see as in the future, uh, you, you will see that that price volatility, uh, or, or let's say increase, like it's doing now, that, that you're, you're, it's compar- comparable to with gold or silver. Uh, they will say, well, you know, I, I'm going to keep 10%, for example, instead of going all the way to fiat. I, I'm going to go 10% on cryptocurrency. Get maybe mm-hmm. my employees now want to be paid a little bit in, in cryptocurrency and so on and so forth. So these are the three pillars that I see uh, that are that that could generate uh, a lot of activity in the in the financial market of these countries that are struggling to basically uh, boost their their own revenues and their own profits. Well, it's a good way, a good structure way of looking at it. Yeah, I've heard. Um some countries, I guess, in the Caribbean uh, were thinking about making uh, Bitcoin or some other token their reserve currency, um, since you tend to work right. in that geographical area. Yeah, that, Any insights into that? Yes, and that's, that's part of the, uh, of, the, uh, of the idea. I would like to present this type of... Because uh, of, of, there, there's right now a, a proof of concept that, or a group. It's between Barbados, uh, Aruba, and the Bahamas. And it's... Uh, it's, it's it's funded and pioneered by Bit in in Barbados. Uh, Gabriel Abed is the uh, the founder there, and uh, the the idea there is basically to help uh, these central banks uh, create a like let's call it a a central bank uh, box that you could give it a kit that they could use to create their own and have control of their own local currency. So, for example, you would have a Barbados dollar. It would be a Barbados coin. And then, you know, depending on, on the legislation and the regulation involved, they would say, okay, 10% is going to be it's going to be digitized in this specific uh, blockchain using. And we, we will actually say, based on the on the uh, on the government um, laws that they put in place, uh, you know, the monetary supply. So basically, the same control they have in the legacy in the fiat system they will have it in this coin. Uh, Bahamas will do the same. Aruba will do the same. Uh, in the background, so that would allow them to start moving towards a cashless society within each economy. At the same time, you would have um, you would have the ability to transfer um, uh, funds between these three banks. In this case, in this example, and the re- one of the main reasons that this push is being brought forth is because uh, their corresponding banking is normally in the U.S. or in Europe, and because of the money laundering. Uh, laws and, and the strict uh, regulations coming from from the Federal Reserve or from from America and Europe uh, to prevent. I mean, you look at the Panama Papers, for example, uh, and, and some other related uh, offshore problems that uh, uh, arise because of money laundering. 
uh, they have decided, okay, we're going to have to start clamping down on these banks. So they have basically, I don't know, a lot of banks, banks like in, uh, in Belize, in Jamaica, uh, in Trinidad, they have started to lose their, or at least indicate that they're, they might be losing their corresponding banking. And that's, that's disastrous really? for their for their own in their own economy because if you think about it, then you gotta have reserves and that the reserves are, are the dollars. You have to buy oil, you have to buy resources, and everything is done in dollars. So they have to have this corresponding bank solid uh, at all times. And if there's any threat in in that direction, they say, okay, we gotta we we gotta either go maybe I mean I have read some articles, some of the finance ministers of I think it's straight at they're starting to say, to look into going towards the yuan, you know, dealing with the uh, the Chinese currency, so stepping away from the dollar. But besides that, if you if you if you start put it, pointing them to the 21st century, moving them towards this cryptocurrency, this is what I what I what we all I mean all in the we're in the same community. We see we, these are dinosaurs trying to figure out a way to to, to move into the into this new innovation. And, and right. that's where that's that's what they look at the uh, at, at cryptocurrency and for example Ripple uh, or Bitcoin for that matter. I don't need dollars. I don't need yuan. I'll just be able to transfer into instantaneously uh, make this transfer, keep my AML KYC and all that stuff, and be able to provide to the to the international world that I'm I'm, I'm able to uh, legislate myself and bring compliance and security to 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 the industry. You know, and if you do it in that in such a way. Uh, you, you create transparency and clarity. Uh, it's, it's a step forward, and that's why I, we see a lot of these central bankers, uh, and that's why Aruba and Bahamas are taking the lead into at least start to try this this new approach. Uh, but that's usually that's what's pushing it. Uh, and, and some of these countries don't even don't even want to go that way. They're, that's what they're looking at. Also, China, but that, you know, China comes to this always own dangers as well. <laughs> Might be yeah, I mean, would it be safe to work with China and have yuan as your reserve currency? Because it, right, right, they seem right. to be even more volatile, you know, <clears throat> than so controlling. Correct, correct. But that's that's the the main idea behind it is that it, uh, these banks are are losing their their profit like they used. To. It's not like they used to be. Let's put it that way. So they're looking at other products and services. That's where we come in. That's where the, the industry is looking at uh, at providing these services because the demand is there. So how far have you gotten with with some of the banks? Um, are you at the test well, pilot stage, or what? You know what what's going on? I uh, right now I I uh, I work uh, full time most of the time, well, most of the time at the uh, Central Bank of Curacao, and uh, what we're we, we I provide the, the the networking, the support, the security, uh, but at the same time there's a small committee that we that we'll that's put together, and you know actually trying to just come up with a draft. Of, of this new technology and and how it could be regulated because it ranges everything. There's two parts. There's the part that the central bank deals with the its own internal currency, if that's an option uh, or a viable option. So that would be in that we we need to address it as a as a draft paper that we're trying to put our heads together. It's like a brainstorming session committee. And the other side is the the side of the you know, providing clear pragmatic uh, regulation for the for those merchants that would like to have a banking relationship, and for example, uh, uh, a payment processor, you know, you would you would like to start a payment processing system, just like like BitPay would start, for example, or, or for that matter, PayPal. Uh, well, if you're dealing with cryptocurrency, you got to have some kind of uh, regulation that's clear and pragmatic, so that kind of like the rules of the game that everybody everybody abides by. 
Um, and so we're, we're trying to, uh, in that committee, we're trying to tell management that this is what we, that the central bank should do so we can provide that to the government so the government can decide. Because it's kind of like, uh, does the central bank tell the government what they should be doing or does the government should be telling the central bank what to do? So it, it's a, a, you have to go from both, both ends. Now, that, this is what I, what I do on, a, let's say, uh, 20% of my time, uh, let's say 20 hours a week, I, I, I spend uh, researching this and providing my expertise to that committee or that group of people. Uh, the other part is mostly the, the, the traditional uh, networking and security that I do at the bank. But on my off hours, uh, when I go home or when I ever have a little bit more time, I, I meet with, uh, with, with the board of, uh, of banks. Uh, I've been meeting maybe two or three times already, just to because they're they're interested in cryptocurrency. They're interested in in what what and and I've I've been uh, organizing the Bitcoin meetup in Curacao for the last oh, wow. two years or so. I I try to do it every month, every other month or so. And I think it, you know I started with one person and just one person and myself at a Starbucks. And then the next time it was just myself, and then the next time five more people showed up, and then six, and then ten, and, and now it's an average of about ten to twelve people showing from everywhere, from small merchants to Price Waterhouse consultants to et cetera, et cetera. And so you know, it's, uh, I, I range the topics, but sometimes it's related to fintech, sometimes it's related to bitcoins, and other ones Monero. We pick another different coin, the ICO, the the tech with. Uh, a debate a few weeks ago we had a, like a party you know so so the whole the whole thing is just trying to get people motivated into the uh so that that's how i feel my off hours and i at the same time i my 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 name starts to spread and then the bankers invite me into their their board meetings and they just have ask valid questions about where do you think the industry is going to go and and what should we be doing and, and since they're mostly committees of members of banks they, they just want to provide clarity to the to the actual members so, so that they know what what All right. so what do you what do you think the role of uh, bitcoin specifically might be going forward or do you think um, it'll be eclipsed by by other blockchains um i i think there's going to be space for uh, for a lot of these blockchains um bitcoin being the the biggest having the hash the biggest hashing power the biggest investment the biggest you know the uh, on and on and off the bitcoin is it's here to stay. Uh, having said that, uh, you have uh, you have the bankers that that will say, well, you know, we need we need a we need to comply by these laws and bring bring uh, safety to the network, etc. You know, the, the, the traditional uh, banking um, uh, habits will spill over, and that's not that's not easy to just say, okay, this is good. it's going to be Bitcoin, and we're gonna that's how we're going to be jumping into. Uh, there's uh, that's why I, I talk about uh, Ripple or DLT or the the, the, the other types of blockchain, inclu- even including that, um, uh, Zcash. Uh, and the idea behind it is that these financial institutions will need some type of control. Uh, in other words, for example, in the case of DLT the, the, and Ripple, it's, it's mostly a membership, just like Swift is. You know, you join the Swift network and you trust those members, and you trust that in this case, third party would be, would be Swift. Well, with Ripple or, or distributed ledger technology like uh, Hyperledger, Interledger, you're removing the third party, but the banks retain that trust because they they will know okay if if 
I only will validate transactions from this node, which is uh, controlled by uh, Citibank or controlled by uh, the Bank of uh, Barbados or et cetera, et cetera. So there's a niche for that. So that, that will be something that will be out there for quite some time. There's going to be other ideas in the sense of, well, I can go in the background and transfer Bitcoins to Bitcoins uh, and use that as a, say, a reserve currency. But that I see it more like a, what it is, a reserve currency, like a gold, like something that will back up. And the, and the banks like that. They say, okay, instead of having this physical gold, I could, I could reserve 10% and, and leave it on cryptocurrency, whether it's my own back coin, which or created coin for, by the central bank, but it's backed by Bitcoin, or at least secured by Bitcoin, not backed by Bitcoin, but secured by Bitcoin. Uh, I can mm. keep this, this, uh, this new coin that I created have the same control that I normally have for my fiat currency. So th that's something to, to really look at because that's probably where they're going to be going towards. Now, I'm not, to, I'm not to say that that's going to be the future. It opens the doors, and then it goes back to the individual. It opens the door because the individuals will, will now have this wallet where they, they'll have these currencies. They will have the dollar. They will have the local currency, which in this case is this, this coin that the, the central bank uses a, a legal tender. And they will be able to to exchange that to purchase other cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin. They will do if you know they just they'll say I will I will do my AML and KYC because I don't mind. Uh, I've been used to doing that anyway. But now I have control of this, and now I say well, you know I want to transfer these Bitcoins and put them in uh, in another exchange in Europe. And from there I can then put it on Btrex or, or some other exchange and get get some other asset and take that risk. And in that process I have to pay my taxes. I have to capital gains, whatever, but individuals will have the choice to do these type of things and their, their freedom becomes, it, it, uh, I mean, if they know that they're being uh, watched by a certain coin because of their privacy, they can always move to other coins and then get that privacy there. And if there is a consequence in that sense, those are, those are bridges that will be, will, will be addressed by the, by the market at that point. That. So that's, that's how yeah, I see that. Yeah, it'd be very cool to have a wallet with uh, where you can, you know, choose to pay Merchant A, you know, Way A and Merchant B with a different uh, form of money. So that would be that would be excellent if that happens. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. That's that's how I, I at least that's how I see it. And but besides that, I'm not a, I cannot I don't have a silver you know, a magical ball that tells me everything. But I I I, I see that there's going to be a demand for for the uh, understanding, the services, the education. The, 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 uh, basically, the, the, the ecosystem of, of providing support for this in new industry, just like there was there was all these all, all these services of supporting the, the the internet back in the 90s, 93, 94, in, in 2000, uh, you you have these industries providing services around the internet. Now we're dealing with the financial industry. And uh, it, it was going to spill over into the insurance industry, into the uh, logistics industry, legal industry. I mean, these, these, these companies are going to say, well, okay, what happens when, uh, when my CEO, CFO retires and they want to uh, leave their, uh, their assets? Let's, let's, say, let's call them assets at this moment. Uh, they, they will leave, one, leave that to their grandchildren. Well, then they're going to need legal services to provide set up a will and provide distribution of those assets. You know, it's, it, it's the same traditional way, but to, to port that into the technical fintech and cryptocurrency world, you need that, that bridge, that uh, 
say the ed- educating part to, to inform your 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 the say the lawyers in this case how to how to create a will that incorporates um, uh, private keys into the matter, multi-sig and, and Ethereum contracts, etc. Cetera, et cetera. Okay, well, very good, William. So, what's a good way for interested parties to uh, to reach you and to contact you if they're interested in talking with you? Um, you can reach me at uh, wksit.com. Uh, my website. I provide the services there. Um, I'm I'm also on Twitter. Uh, WK uh, William Santiago is just uh, my first name and last name. Um, but those are the two places you can find everything. On the, you can look me up on LinkedIn. I'm there too. Um, and uh, for the idea now is mostly uh, educating the 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 outside world of the potential opportunities the Caribbean has. Because they, we were, I mean, the whole Caribbean is known, most of the islands are known for their strong financial offshore services. And uh, we, we, we have the, the know how, the you know, different languages, but uh, so we can provide those. But the, the trick is to go into the, uh, the opportunities of moving into fintech and providing those same services. And we, there, there could be a potential growth of opportunity. That's my, my goal in the short term, hopefully. All right. Well, very good, William. Thank you for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Uh, my pleasure, Richard. Thank you. The Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference is coming to Dallas, Texas, February 16, 17, and 18 in 2018. If you know of a better way to get the latest insider knowledge about crypto, to hear directly from the top minds in this field, to interact personally with 800 fellow crypto lovers, hodlers, investors, miners, traders, developers, and founders, then I'd like to hear about it. If you don't, then you don't want to miss out. Register today for the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference. Go to BitcoinSuperConference.com and register today as a super early bird to get the lowest rates on tickets and hotel rooms. That's BitcoinSuperConference.com. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.